to the third season of The Coaching Cast, your working from home managers club. Regardless of where you are working right now, at home, in the office, or a blend of both, or whatever you do as a career, we've got something for you at The Coaching Cast. I'm Lisa, founder of Grip Corporate Coaching, personal performance coach, leader, and chief eye roller when it comes to all nonsensical corporate mumbo jumbo, which suffocates rather than advocates. And I'm Susie, sales and business coach at Future You Business Coaching, currently taking on my hardest coaching assignment to date, parenting that toddler who doesn't take too kindly to being questioned. In this podcast, we aim to explore the leadership and coaching techniques required to navigate and survive the current business environment, presenting different topics each episode, which we will discuss with some special guests along the way, sharing ideas, hints and tips for you to take away and try for yourself. We hope you enjoy listening. So today is our season three finale. Ah! <laughs> it's, it's the last episode of season three. So Susie and I are going to discuss our season highlights with some help from a few of our CBBs, our special listeners, and give you a taste of what's coming up in season four in the new year. So stay with us and enjoy. So before we get into the season three celebrations, Suze, um, how's your week been? Yeah, celebrations. <laughs> Love that we're having a celebratory episode today. Um, but my week has been quite intense. Um, <laughs> lots still going on. Martin's back again. Martin's uh, downstairs. So if you hear some um, background noise, apologies in advance in the podcast episode. Martin is here decorating my lounge this time. Um, <laughs> so big thanks, shout out to Martin. So um, if you watch us on YouTube, you might see that I'm in a different surrounding. I'm actually in the room that Martin was decorating the other week when he was here. <laughs> so I've changed things around. So uh, I'm actually my husband in my husband's new office, which I'm a bit scared about being in today because everything's new and shiny, and I'm worried that I'm going to like spill coffee over his brand new desk or you know things like that. So, um, kind of pres- kind of navigating my way around it very lightly. But um, yeah, no, all good. Just lots going on. Um, went to um, Blackpool on Saturday, wow. so that was uh, really fun interesting and didn't have the best build-up to going which I'll tell you about in a second but um yeah it was really good we went to see the illuminations never been before so I've lived in the northwest for um, eight years now I've never been to Blackpool illuminations uh so I thought you know what I'm gonna go this year I'm gonna go and check out the hype see what it's all about Um, and it was really good so um we took the dog with us we took Marley with us my little boy obviously and um me and my husband set off so yeah we went and um had a walk on the beach saw the lights had some fish and chips it was good old family fun I really oh, enjoyed it fantastic yeah I've been but, to Blackpool but the illuminations weren't on it was out of season so I missed out uh, I went in okay. April and uh, the lights don't yeah. come on there which I didn't realize actually until I was there so that was a bit of a letdown <laughs> bad planning so um 
it was good. And do you know what? There was some right. I mean, we got there at like three in the afternoon. It was absolutely raving. Like it was like Vegas. I've really? not actually been to Vegas. Absolutely rocking. So, you know, it was some, there was this one pub that we walked past. Um, and I can't remember what it was called. It'll come back to me in a second. And it had blacked out windows. This was like 3 p.m. Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Blacked out windows, two um, kind of bouncers at the door. And all you could hear was just absolute hard house banging out of this pub and like flashing lights, like going like a pure like club uh, like vibe. And I was like, wow, this is like intense. A 3 p.m. Yeah, on Saturday. Yeah. I kind of like it. Like, yeah. Um, it was absolutely rocking. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, this is really something else. But um, yeah, it was really good. Just having a little one around. Um, but back to my point before, didn't have the best. Uh, lead into the trip to Blackpool if I'm honest in pure Susie fashion pure Susie style nothing ever quite goes straightforward or to plan uh, in terms of a family outing if we're involved and that absolutely was the case on Saturday morning so I was on Saturday morning I was working out so I work out every um Saturday with Abby so shout out to Abby um and I was yeah kind of like mid plank so if you know what a plank position is obviously kind of lie on the um let's stand on the floor um in a plank position anyway kind of made a plank I was like oh really don't feel great like I was like I feel a bit sick it's like "Mm, okay this is kind of like come on a bit quickly anyway managed to get through the workout wrapped things up with Abby and I was like my husband's like I'm gonna have to go upstairs I feel I feel a bit rough a bit dodgy um so Went upstairs, thought, right, I'm just going to kind of like sit down. I took a, a mint tea with me because I thought, oh, that might like help settle my tummy a bit. I was like, God, I feel rough. Anyway, kind of sat on my bed, took a sip of the tea. And then all of a sudden I was basically projectile vomiting in my bedroom. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, oh my God. And I don't know about you, but I hate being sick. It scares me. Like yeah, it yeah. really it's scares horrible. me hate it yeah and I just couldn't control it so I was running to the bathroom and I was like I didn't want to get it on my brand new carpet so I just got my hoodie and lifted my hoodie up like a like a bit like a bucket was just being sick in my hoodie <laughs> on the way to the bathroom oh my god <laughs> and then I just got to the, the bathroom and oh honestly it was like oh this is horrific and I was like what the hell yeah it was obviously a standard Susie start to the family trip um but then actually once I'd been sick I felt absolutely fine really weird like really weird like situation you know nice family day out but there's always a drama isn't there when I'm involved just the image of you running to the bathroom with your hoodie pulled out in front of you like some sort of like parachute like puking into it it yeah just, like, like kills me just kills me oh my god <laughs> I know so yeah apologies listeners if you're like so excited about going to Blackpool like a toddler just got so excited <laughs> just puked <laughs> oh so it wasn't my finest moment but then I was like great I'm not gonna be able to go to Blackpool now but I actually then felt better so we ended up going anyway and it was all outside so I kind of felt like I wasn't um causing too much money for anyone so yeah apart from that it was actually really good and also um I've smugly started my Christmas shopping oh my god you haven't the c word it's in November I know I'm, I'm so disorganized when it comes to Christmas Christmas doesn't really happen for me until it's Christmas day so 
<laughs> I'm not particularly great with the build-up. I have started thinking about present ideas for people. That feels quite advanced for me that I'm thinking about that. And it's only mid-November, but... Yeah, see, I basically prefer the build-up to the actual day. Oh, yeah, which, to be fair, so do I. But I just, I think in just the last few years of having the pub, it's just the pub takes over Christmas. Yeah. It just consumes it all. And then, you know, I don't really think about it much. But It's tarnished Christmas for you a bit. Yeah, it, this year, though, I'm pub-free. So this it's could no be my back. year. This could be my Absolutely. year. Absolutely, <laughs> You'll be up there with Santa and the yeah. reindeers. Call me Delia Smith. Oh, I'm going to nail the Christmas. I remember watching Delia Smith as a kid and her Christmas specials on the TV. I was quite, well, I still am quite a curvy individual, but I was quite a fat kid. And watching cookery programs was like a real thing for me as a kid. I just loved it. (laughs) So I would sit and watch like cooking programs. You know, who does that as like a 10 year old? It's bizarre, but I did. I love that. And Delia Smith's Christmas specials on BBC Two, I think she either came on after the Doctor Who or before Doctor Who, the old school Doctor Who, where like, you know, people are coming out of the sea in clearly what is a costume and are not actually <laughs> aliens. So <laughs> that is a very fond memory of mine. Watching Delia. Oh, Delia. Oh, I love it. Yeah, no, I do love Christmas. Um, and I am looking forward to the kind of build up a bit more because obviously cra- last year Christmas was pretty much cancelled, um, wasn't yeah. it? It was, well, yeah, and it was such a massive letdown. Yeah, it was not, this not year. the best Christmas. You're going to make up for it. But yeah, um, but anyway, how's your week been? Have you had any more axe-based activities no. or chat? I need no. to know first off. No, well, no. we enjoyed the rest of our week in London. We had a bit of a traumatic journey home on the Friday because all trains got cancelled out of Paddington because of a signal failure at Didcot. So no trains were going past Didcot. And clearly I was tired and probably still hung over from the entire week of being in London so my brain didn't function and I didn't come up with any great ideas as to how to get us home so got fixated on the notion of well we can only go by road we can't go by rail so we got on the Oxford tube which is the 24-hour coach service that runs between London and Oxford it is pretty amazing to be fair and actually a single ticket from Victoria coach station to Oxford is 11 pounds I mean where can you how can you travel that cheap anywhere that's just unbelievable yeah so we left the hotel at 12 we got home at seven o'clock at night having had to get the coach back to Oxford and then pay for a taxi back from Oxford to our house and it was only until later that evening that I realized that actually we could have got the train from London Marleybone so (laughs) that was irritating because I (laughs) I was furious that I hadn't had that realization in Paddington Station because I was just convinced that the only way you could get home from London to where we live is via Paddington. I just went completely blank. I forgot that you could get a train from London Marleybone to Oxford on a completely different line that was not going to be affected by the signal failure at Didcot. So, yeah, I decided to tell my husband, Dom, that I'd had this realisation at about quarter to eight at night after we'd been home for all of about 45 minutes. Let's just say that I didn't go down that well. Yeah. And... um, when I told him that actually we probably could have used the same train tickets as well and avoided all the extra cost of paying for the Oxford tube. And then, well, actually we would have had to get a taxi back from Oxford regardless, but we probably could have got a taxi back from Oxford at around, I don't know, three o'clock in the afternoon max rather than six o'clock at night, which is when we eventually got to Oxford. So yeah, that didn't go down that well. I'm annoyed with myself. I let myself down as well. I just literally had a complete mind blank. But you was a bit tired yeah. and emotional and just weren't quite, yeah, there in terms of the transport solutions. I get no. you. 
Okay. So yeah. So yeah, that was it was a not quite the ending to our week in London that we were <laughs> hoping for, but we had a wonderful time anyway. We had a wonderful Aww. time. So shall we? Uh, now that we've covered sickness and travel failures and Blackpool, think, Blackpool and I think you're feeling better now. I am. I'm. I'm feeling Stop. in the party mood. For well, don't this get over episode. Well, don't get too excited because we don't want you puking again. True. True. Let's let's crack on with the episode. <laughs> let's do it. So it is our season finale and we are looking back on our third season of The Coaching Cast and chatting about our favourite bits, reflecting on the awesome guests we've interviewed and selecting our season top tips. This will be the last episode of 2021, which represents our very first year of The Coaching Cast and being podcasters, because that's how we now classify ourselves. (laughs) I am a podcaster now. Uh, Yeah, so we only launched the coaching cast in February this year in the third UK lockdown. So it's a very special episode today, not just because it's the finale, but because it marks our first year in podcasting. And to ensure that we are commemorating this very special occasion, we've actually asked a number of our listeners, our CBBs, to join us and share their favourite parts of the season and ask us a few questions along the way. So before we introduce our first CBB, what's been just quickly in a quick summary, Suze, what's been your highlights from this very first year of the coaching cast and of being a podcaster extraordinaire? Well, yes, I'm <laughs> quite good that far, but definitely uh, a podcaster. Um, I mean, I actually, when we were kind of um, writing the episode, well, kind of thinking about ideas for today for the finale, and when you pointed out that it's actually going to be our last episode of 2021 I actually felt a little bit emotional I'll be honest um I feel like we've always done this in yeah I know what to you an mean. extent yeah I feel like it's always been here we always chat on the Tuesday morning at half nine um yeah. and you know do that on zoom and I you know <laughs> um so I actually felt a little bit emotional. I was like, wow, gosh, it is, has only been, you know, since February that the coaching cast has been out there Um, and we've been creating it. We've been building it, um, creating a community around it and obviously developing and learning each season as we've kind of gone through. Um, And I've really, really enjoyed it. I think, you know, this year has been challenging for so many people in so many different ways and actually having the podcast here is a bit of a constant both I think for you and I and and also I know as well from feedback from some of our listeners having it there as something for them to listen to and and perhaps take company from learn from but also to hear us kind of chatting and when they're either working from home or whether that when they are out and about and just want to kind of learn a bit more so I think that has been really nice that we've been able to kind of start to build a community um, of CBBs as we've kind of fondly nicknamed you all this season um and you know talk about some really interesting stuff you know it's it's very much I think for me anyway such a privilege to talk about a variety of different subjects it's a great education I have found learning about different topics bringing some of my experiences my stories and things but also learning about new things that I didn't necessarily know as much about before um and so yeah I think when we have you know we've had breaks before but I think this break feels over the Christmas period feels a bit more significant because it is taking us into a brand new year yeah yeah. we have big 
ambitions we have we do have some big plans for the coaching cast in 2022 which you need to kind of stay tuned for and keep your eyes peeled for um so yeah it's been one of absolute like joy I've, I've loved creating it evolving it and you know I'm really excited about continuing to do that and I think probably one of the highlights for me in that first year was probably when we got our um eye weekend feature just because that came organically and um you know that was our first kind of really big shout out in terms of um what we do and spreading the word of the coaching cast and you know we just feel so passionately about um people in work and in business and kind of looking at different topics in different areas and demystifying some of it for people so they can be better leaders be better managers um and lead and kind of connect with people better and so for me I don't know that was just quite a proud moment when we got that little shout out in in that in the eye weekend back in yeah it, it was and I absolutely like similar to that one of my favorite things of this year was featuring on the hardcore podcast listing with Stuart and Chris and offering our top five bullshit bingos of the <laughs> podcast so far that was just so fun it was I really really so enjoyed fun. that I think as well another highlight of mine has been talking to some of our great guests of which we've had many but I still think for me the guest that stands out is Rob Stevenson who is the founder of the Inside Out Leaderboard and the Form Score app and really having a authentic genuine real conversation about well-being and mental health uh he really is an inspiration to me as someone who advocates all of those things from a point and position of real understanding because he himself suffers with a mental health uh, challenge and that he has bipolar and yet demonstrates how successful you can still be that it's not the end that it's not over um and that was i mean that was in season two which I think to your point, Susie, I can totally relate about the fact that this has only been one year that we've been doing <laughs> this and we've had three seasons, all of which have been so rich in content and had such great conversations. And I think prompted both of us to really think about our ideas, our thoughts, articulating our experience into things that can be useful to others, mm. which I really hope they have been. I think generally the feedback has been so um but having fun at the same time and being able to be ourselves yeah and showcase who we are as people which is really important to us and we always said that was going to be important for Absolutely. the success of the podcast that we had an authentic really genuine podcast that showed us as people you know yes we have our expertise um which we've cultivated over years of working in corporate and training as coaches and doing all of our education but I don't think we ever strive to be experts as such and that's really important and I hope that comes across as well yeah but I think only on this podcast can you hear about vomit stories axe wielding activities fighting uh with people in public places <laughs> alongside <laughs> any advice about how to manage your manager effectively yeah, yeah, I mean that's very true. That, that is, it's gonna be it's a quite a niche area that I feel like we're we're supporting but don't, don't you think that represents that represents the workplace for me <laughs> That is what going to work and chatting and working with your Absolutely. colleagues is all about. Absolutely. It's about showing up, delivering on your objectives, offering your professional skill set, while also having a chat about how you got pissed at the weekend and snogged someone you shouldn't. I mean, we haven't shared those sorts of stories. <laughs> both, you, 
both you and I are married so that would be a whole nother <laughs> that'd be a whole nother podcast actually maybe we should create that um but you know that's that's what being at work is about that's the sort of thing you know when you cultivate close relationships with your work colleagues you do share your stories because at the end yeah. of the day you're not just a, um an individual who goes to work you've got a life outside of working and that's always Absolutely. been something that's really important for us to to uh mirror as much as we can on the coaching cast especially in the context of covid the lockdowns we've all experienced the being forced to work from home constantly you know, who knows what will happen in 2022. I think the world of work is going to continue to evolve as it already has started to. And many people, those of you who listen, are working in a very hybrid uh, setup now. You're working a bit from home, you're working in your office. Some of you are actually already back full time in the office. So 2022 is going to be interesting. And we will strive to evolve the, the coaching cast to continue to support the changes that are happening and to ensure it's still relevant so yeah you can hold us to that cbb yeah so shall we welcome our first cbb then yes let's do it let's do it so this is our cbb emma is that right yep it is cool Hi, Lisa and Susie. It's Emma here, a CBB and a big fan of the podcast. Um, my favourite bits of season three, I've had quite a few actually. Um, I've really enjoyed the Prioritising Effectively episode. So the important and urgent matrix, as well as eating, eating your frog and doing the hardest thing first. Um, I've also really enjoyed listening to all of your guests this season and learning more about your experiences of small business ownership. I wanted to know what have been your highlights of season three? Thank you. Oh, Thanks, Great. Emma. Yes, Emma. Our first CBB. Our first CBB. So, yeah, so fantastic. So she shared her highlights. So glad she found the prioritising effectively episode useful and the urgent important matrix. I've had a few comments actually around how uh, helpful that episode was, which is great. Um, so the question was, what have been the highlights for us specifically mm. for this season three? So we just talked about our highlights for the whole of the first year of the podcast. So. Suze, what's been your highlight for season three? Yeah, so I think specifically for this season, which we obviously kicked off back in early September, mm. uh, so kind of like back to school time, um, we kicked off with a two-part special on imposter syndrome, which was a topic which many of you had told us on our Instagram that you would like us to cover um, in one of our episodes. So we took that on board and created a two-part special And I think for me, that was a real highlight. One, because I think it was a really um, juicy subject to kick off the new season with. Mm. Uh, And also one of which I know you have talked quite openly about um, kind of suffering from. And so I think um, for me, being able to kind of understand a little bit more around how that experience manifests itself for you and what perhaps some of your experience has been uh, and some of the things that have worked for you and just kind of hearing you talk about it in a bit more detail we've probably never really um, had the opportunity to do that before so I think I learned from hearing your story uh, definitely more about it and about what I can do as an individual if I I was to ever um, manage anybody in the future who was perhaps suffering from imposter syndrome what I could do to help them with Mm. um, managing it. Um, And I think also kind of based on um, some of that around kind of, I suppose, like topics which our listeners have have really asked for, I think we've been really passionate about keeping it real, as we kind of said in the intro. And so another one of my highlights kind of moving, building from that was our our collaboration episode with Mark around um, 
kind of managing a career change. And that was probably a highlight for a number of reasons. One, it was our first ever collaboration episode where we managed to convince someone to come and co-host <laughs> with us. Um, <laughs> whether he will return, we, will, we might never know. He's an amenable chap, so <laughs> agreed to do it in part with the two of us, yeah. <laughs> But also, actually, I think the subject around career change, you know, it's something both you and I have experienced quite recently. Mm. Um, we could talk about how our own stories um, and use that hopefully of, of, of points of inspiration for others, but also get Mark's um, expert advice about how to manage a career mm. change, if that's something you're thinking about or wanting to navigate moving forward. And so I think highlight for me really was just, I suppose, having that time to face into some of those subjects whether that's imposter syndrome or how you um, manage a career change quite chunky subjects Mm. which you know in day-to-day life you don't really have a great amount of time to really kind of indulge in learn more about well I certainly don't Mm. (laughs) as a mum of a toddler and a working mum and and so actually a real highlight for me was just having that time to learn more about those things and to Mm. discuss them and have some great conversation with you and Mark uh, around some of those experiences and and, and stories as well. I really enjoyed the collaboration episode with Mark and actually I do see it as a season highlight because it was us doing something new that we hadn't done before and and I think actually what we've worked really hard to do throughout this first year in podcasting is to continue to learn, push ourselves, try different things, keep actually the podcast as fresh and interesting as it possibly can be for the listeners but also for ourselves as well because I think that's motivating. So I think the collaboration episode with Mark was a highlight because of that and because I'm excited to see well how do we build on that for the next season and ensure that going into 2022 we keep with that notion of pushing ourselves trying different things and seeing what it creates so I think that's interesting not to mention the fact I think the subject of changing your career or even just changing your job is always such a constant one and it is an area that people find particularly challenging quite scary So I think as a topic, it felt really of the moment, especially because how the pandemic and people being forced to work differently has triggered lots of different like ideas about what people want to do, how they want to work. So that was great. I think I really also enjoyed um, to build on that as a further episode highlight was the managing your manager, because I think. I just love that whole subject because I love the subject of relationships and the different dynamics you get in relationships. And I think that's such an interesting subject. It was a great one to really dig into and go into a lot more detail in. So I really enjoyed that one. So thank you so much, Emma, for your question and for sharing your highlights. We really, really appreciate it. So we're now going to move on to our second CBB and their contribution sharing their highlights of season three so this is Sophie I've absolutely loved the subjects for season three they were very interesting and well chosen and they fitted really well together I loved the imposter syndrome um two-parter and thought that flowed really well with Sally Hannah's episode everything she said was just like gold dust and resonated with me so much. Um, my favourite part of the season, though, has to be Susie's workplace shame <laughs> hand kiss, um, which I thought was amazing. And it really reminded me of this tweet that I saw 
the other day about embarrassing moments at work and one person said that they a cute guy they worked with held like tried to fist bump her and held his fist out for a fist bump and she thought that he was pretending to hold an invisible microphone so she sang into it made me laugh reminded me of Susie's workplace shame and then I uh, relived that joy all over again so excellent work love season three thanks so much bye that's absolutely brilliant can you imagine someone like holding out of their fist for a fist pump and like the other grabbing it, grabbing it and just being like I love want, it. I want to know. I want oh to know what gosh. they sang. What did they sing into I know. it? That's absolutely brilliant. I know. Because like obviously that's it, you know, another part of season three. We did introduce a brand new feature, which is workplace shame, which has given both of us a lot of embarrassment, but also joy at the same oh, time, God. listening to some of the stories. It's of, absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Like, I love that. I just think that's absolutely classic. Yeah. I just I want to know it. what song they sung. Was it a demo? Like, hello, <laughs> it's me. really. <laughs> oh, bless. Thanks, Sophie. I'm so glad. So Sophie also really enjoyed the imposter syndrome episode. And great shout out for Sally Hannah's episode as well, which was all about how to juggle motherhood as well as a successful career, which I know we've had some great feedback on. And it was a pleasure to have Sally come on and talk to us. So let's hear what Sophie's question is. What's been your biggest lesson from the guests you've had join you this season? Ooh, that was apt. What's been the biggest Mm. lesson from from the guests that have joined us? Well, I can certainly say that talking uh, from what we've just talked about there about the Sally Hanna episode, um, that really was quite um, an insightful conversation for me. It's a conversation, you know, I could relate to so much as a working mum. Um, and really had an impact on me as well as kind of Sophie mentioned there I felt very um, compelled and I felt very passionate about going away and, and learning more especially around things like the gender pay gap because actually it continues to be an important conversation mm-hmm. as you know and it should be as well and I felt like I didn't know enough about it and I should and so it really compelled me to go away and understand more and you know her um knowledge in that area was something which I really benefited from uh, and I think as well kind of you know the, I suppose going back to the question there, which is about the learning, one of the key learnings for me, which I had never, ever heard about before, and now it makes total sense, was when Sally talked about that girls are conditioned from a very young age around this idea of perfectionism, getting everything done to a high standard and being perfect. And boys tend to be more um, kind of advocated around just giving it a go and seeing what happens and learning from it and and as a mum of a boy I was kind of like wow okay actually that's really interesting I've never really considered that before and thinking about kind of my experiences maybe of growing up as well I think there is definitely some truth in Mm -hmm. that that kind of premise and that idea and for me that was a bit of a light bulb moment in just in terms of some knowledge which I just hadn't had before I hadn't Mm. even considered I hadn't even thought of and so I learned a huge amount from that conversation with Sally Hannah that being probably one of the biggest light bulbs for me but um I could have spoken to her I think we said it in the episode I could have spoken to her for probably like another day and we could have done like a 10 
episode special on just talking to Sally Hannah about kind of juggling work and motherhood. But um, yeah, that was a really, really kind of impactful episode for me, just because I could relate so much as a working mum. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. And I actually, it was really interesting, Sally's point around the gender roles in the home and about how important it is to have the conversations and set roles and boundaries and responsibilities within your own family unit because Mm -hmm. actually if you're not doing it at home how do you successfully do it in work and that was really interesting and such a great tip as well which is actually if you want to practice how to have those conversations at work start home first Mm -hmm. yeah really interesting I think the conversation we had with Mark around like work identity and how like realizing that you can always change your mind that actually no decision you make and at any point I mean we were talking about careers but actually this is relevant I think to anything that actually you always have a choice and you can change what you choose to do like it's not set in stone it's not forever and I thought that was really interesting that's definitely something that stayed with me and I've actually used it and shared that with other people in respect of the pressure we put on ourselves to make the right decision and in the in a way that it's always final and yeah and that's it and like you only get that one chance yeah which is just not true so that was really interesting because I think that does help us to alleviate the pressure around oh, absolutely you know, what we do and especially around jobs. Um, You know, I think we act as though if I make this decision, I can never go back. And I don't think that's true at all. I think that's a sort of social construct we have and about how you don't want to go backwards because that feels like failure. I know I definitely have that. Um, So that was probably my biggest learning from the guests we've had was was that. And and I think for many ways, it was like a reminder. And then I've been able to use that, utilize that going forward. Brilliant. Well, thanks, Sophie, so much. Thank you for sharing your feedback. Yeah, Sophie. thanks, Sophie. And also for that Sophie. little workplace shame story there. Oh, what a gem. I know that is Love a gem. it. They want to know what the song was. Hello. <laughs> it's me. I think it should have been that one. Cool. So finally, then, on to our third CBB, Katie. Yes, our third CBB. Hi, from Susie. It's Katie here. I am a huge, huge, huge fan of the podcast and a long time standing CBB. I loved this series. I really liked the episode on how to prioritise. I found so much of that so helpful. And in particular, my favourite episode was the recent one that you did on uh, small business ownership. Being a small business owner myself, I just found so much of that conversation really, really reassuring. I got so much value, but I would love to hear what your top tips from this series have been. Okay, so... My top tips from season three are, so the first one is from the imposter syndrome episodes that we did. And it is the simple tip of breaking silence and enabling people to share. So create the space to talk, ask questions and be curious. A common theme, I think, for most of our tips from all seasons so far. (laughs) really help to dispel the myths and the stigma I think around imposter syndrome I think the more of us that talk about it share acknowledge it the better so that's my first one my second one is around the prioritization piece so and many of our CBBs have said that 
the prioritizing effectively episode was one that really was helpful to them and I know it's helpful to me as well it's a work in progress so I think my tip is utilizing that urgent and important labeling and using that as the review use the matrix matrix because I think it does help I think my third one is from managing your manager and that is being really clear about what are you asking of your manager and what are you offering in return and being really clear that it's a partnership. And I think that's one to encourage. I think it's really important as a leader to encourage that with the people that you work with, but you can do that both ways. And then my last one is from Mark's episode, which we did just talk about, and that is your decisions are not fixed and you can change. At the end of the day, we're life is moving we're always moving as well and our prioritize priorities are always changing so I think recognizing that you have the ability to change what you decide is really freeing and helpful so I think that's definitely one for me as well so what are your top tips from this season three Suze? Yeah so um, my three favorite top tips from this season firstly um, start with the episode episode two with Sally R conversation with Sally Hannah I've touched upon it already in terms of um, some of my kind of best learning from this season but I think her tip about think about what good looks like for you for you at home for you at work is a really critical one because actually linked to what we were just talking about before actually that there can be this societal expectation of what good should look like mm. does not work for everybody we are individuals for mm. a reason uh, we have different um, you know expectations we have different needs so actually thinking about what good look good looks like for you at home and at work that's relevant for your family relevant for you your situation I think is a really important one um, and, and allocating some time to do that my uh, second one would be from episode three, also on prioritization. So I totally agree around the urgent, important matrix. I think it's a really great little nifty tool, which you can use to help you prioritize where to spend your time. But also one of our top tips was about the power of writing it all down, mm. the power of a pen <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and getting it out of your head. And I do um, I, I do believe and I am a firm um, advocate of um, writing stuff down, just getting it all out, because actually it has this weird and wondrous power of making you feel a lot clearer around mm. what you should do. So I think the power of a pen, writing it all down, just get it out of that of your brain will really, really help you in terms of where you then go to prioritize. And then I think the final one for me is also from our collaboration episode with Mark. So episode five about how you manage a career change. Uh, and that's actually around treating a career change as a mini project, um, as you yeah. would if you were getting married or if you were uh, doing a house renovation, you know, you treat them as projects. You think about the milestones, the tasks you need to do to move forward. And I think the same principle Mark talks about in the sense that it absolutely applies in this situation as well. It's treating it as a mini project, breaking it all down, getting a plan together, getting some milestones, some timings in, and also just be patient with yourself it's probably going to take a little bit of time uh, but if you just keep on going you'll absolutely get there so uh, yeah they're probably my favorite top tips from season three okay so we have shared our favorite top tips from season three and we have summarized them into one succinct tobbity tobbity tip 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 tops <laughs> for season three which I'm going to read out for you right now so the first 
set of top tips are all centered from our prioritization episode and they are write it all down so write down everything you have to do and that includes everything you've got to do at home as well as at work so you can prioritize everything together effectively and then use the urgent important matrix to be able to prioritize those items into what has to be happening right now and what can wait The second set of tips are from the career change episode that we did with Mark, and they are treat your career change or your job change as a mini project so that you really get a clear, detailed plan and realize that decisions are not fixed and can change. So take that pressure off yourself. The third set of tips are from managing your manager. So that was episode six. And that is asking the questions. What are you asking for from your manager? So be really clear. And what are you offering in return so that you recognize it's a partnership? And then the last tip we've selected for this top tips of the toppity toppidest tip tips for season three is from the episode with Sally Hannah around juggling motherhood. And that's asking yourself the question, what does good look like for you at home? And then also ask the question, what does good look like for you at work? So you are clear on what you're aiming to achieve. So don't worry about remembering all of those now. As usual, we will post them on our Instagram page later this week where you can find all of the top tips from every single one of our episodes, not just for season three, but seasons one and two. So all you need to do to find those is to visit our Instagram page, which is at The Coaching Cast. We have introduced a new feature in this third season of The Coaching Cast, which we have all been loving. Well, maybe Lisa and I less so, uh, but it's been our workplace shame feature. So today, Lisa has offered to see us off at the end of this season and the finale episode by offering another of her workplace shame stories for you to enjoy. So over to you, Lisa. So I have to admit that this is not actually mine. So it, I have cheated for the this particular feature because Ooh. I shame myself enough as it is. So <laughs> I thought I would shame somebody else, but I'm not going to name them because we've said we'll keep this anonymous. But this is a shame that was one of my previous work colleague shames. And it is one of my favorite stories ever. So while we were working together in a customer services team and it was a customer services team looking after businesses and the way in which the department was organized was that actually every individual was working on a particular customer account and we had account managers that would head up that relationship and so one of our account managers was looking after a local authority customer we used to look after a lot of those so councils and he had ventured up to visit the customer for a regular meeting to review their energy performance because we worked in an energy company looked at their energy performance looking at their bills just generally having um an overall conversation but it was the first time that uh, this account manager had met the customer face to face so they'd exchanged many emails many phone conversations but never actually met one another So he arrived at the meeting and in traditional format, when you meet someone, especially in a professional context, he said hello to the chap, so the customer, and reached out his hand to shake his hand. And the customer had a stump. So he was an amputee and my colleague panicked because he didn't know the appropriate way to greet the individual having stuck his arm out and he was literally holding his arm in midair 
like as a handshake gesture. So he just panicked and did a little bow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't oh. know. How you come, I mean, you then had to sit down and have a meeting with this customer, having bowed at him. I actually think the customer reacted to it very well in the circumstances because it clearly was embarrassing for him as well. But I think he just kind of curtly nodded, according to my colleague. But yes. So wow. he just did a little bow. A little bow. <laughs> oh. I mean, what do you do in those circumstances? Obviously, he had no idea that his customer was an amputee. I mean, why would you need to know that anyway? It's not relevant. But yes, meeting him for the first time, I think, was a bit of a shock when he realised. But he, yeah, in his shock, his panic, he bowed. <laughs> so yes. So that's my ex-colleague's workplace shame. So, uh, yeah, not my own. Uh, you, there'll be more of those corkers in next season, don't you worry? <laughs> There's plenty more opportunities for me to share my shames. There's a little incentive there to tune into season four to hear more of Lisa's personal workplace shame stories. Um, but if you have a workplace shame or a bowing story that you would like to share with us, then uh, and you're keen to get off your chest, then we can feature those stories in season four next year. So uh, just email them to hello at thecoachingcast.co.uk or you can message us on Instagram at thecoachingcast. And don't worry, all workplace shame stories can be anonymous. It's now time for Bullshit Bingo, where we call out phrases which get commonly used in the workplace, which, quite frankly, make us cringe. Today's Bullshit Bingo is another classic, uh, and I'm actually surprised we've not had this one before, because I think (laughs) it's that much of a classic, and it is Touch Base. (laughs) Yep, it's one I've used 100%. 100%. I don't know if I've used it, but I must have done because it feels like such it feels like such part of the vocabulary of the working world. Touch base. Absolutely part of the lingo. It has part to, it definitely is, lingo. I must have used it. Touch base. What is this in where does this come from then? Touch base. Is so, it a sporting term? Touch base? Um, I don't actually know. I just keep thinking of baseball, but I mean I haven't got a clue where it comes from. I'd be interested to know the origins of touch base. That's what I'm saying, but I'm sure I've used it as well. It's just, it's such, it's such common bullshit bingo, this one. Absolutely. This is a good one to end off the season for sure. Um, yeah, touch base. I've definitely used it. I've heard it used, been used numerous times. Multiple times. It's a classic, absolute classic. <laughs> so let's talk about our favourite bullshit bingos then of this season. Mm. Well, I have to say, it's been hard to think about an answer for this question. I feel like the bullshit bingos in season three have really escalated, like in a good way. They've been some really good bullshit bingos. I I had two, which I was kind of like, not sure, kind mm. of, um, flicking between. One was um, Got a Hard Stop, which we had the other week. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant. Dom's one. Dom's one. I think that is, a cl- again, another classic lingo. And then the other one was one from earlier on in the season, which was ecosystem. Just because I found it bamboozled my brain. Like I was like, I have no idea what this means in the context of the world of business and work. No idea what you're talking about, love. I thought this happened in like, I don't know, ponds and things. Like I haven't wildlife, like I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, 
So I think if I had to choose between the two, my favourite bullshit bingo is probably We've Got a Hard Stop. I think it's probably one of my absolute favourites this season. Three. It is a good one. Mine yeah. is mine is Capturing Hearts and Minds. <gasps> yes, Capturing Hearts and Minds. That's that is definitely well. mine. It was so good, that one. Capturing Hearts and Minds. Oh. I love it. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's brilliant. So, yeah, without a doubt, Capturing Hearts and Minds is mine. Absolutely. Well, if you've got any bullshit bingos you would like us to feature, uh, keep an ear out for them over the next uh, month or so. Please, please let us know as we are looking now for bullshit bingos to feature in season four. You can email us at hello at thecoachingcast.co.uk or drop them in a message on Instagram and we will feature them in next year's season. So we are sadly coming to the end of today's episode and this season and actually this first year of the coaching cast. So let's talk about season four. So season four will be launched in January 2022 and you can look forward to more conversations and debates on relevant topics in business and coaching with some help from some special guests. We will be building on our discussion of inclusive leadership which we finished um, the season with this time around. And we're going to be talking more about what does it mean? How does it present itself? And most importantly, how do you achieve that um, with more diversity in the workplace? We'll also be talking about building your personal brand. And we'll be continuing to share our thoughts on topics linked to well-being and mental health. So prior to the launch of season four in January, we will still be active on our Instagram page at The Coaching Cast. And you can listen and catch up on our back catalogue of seasons one, two and this season three whilst we're away, wherever you listen to your podcasts or even watch the episodes on YouTube by searching The Coaching Cast. We hope you've enjoyed this season as much as we have so enjoyed making it and have lots of new ideas, hints and tips to take away and try for yourselves. If you have any questions, thoughts or feedback, we honestly love hearing from you. So please, please, please contact us at hello at thecoachingcast.co.uk or on Instagram at thecoachingcast. Your support means everything. Therefore, if you like what you've heard this season and would like to help the podcast to be recommended to others, then please give us a follow on Instagram. Leave us a review on Apple or Google Podcasts or both if you're feeling generous. And most importantly, subscribe to future episodes wherever you listen. Don't forget as well, you can find us on YouTube where you can also subscribe to be notified of new episodes. All you need to do is just search for The Coaching Cast and then click subscribe. We both love music and use it to motivate and energize us. So we like to finish each episode with our personal song recommendation, giving you positivity and energy as you launch into your next Zoom or Teams or even face-to-face meeting. (laughs) We have both chosen a track this week to celebrate the end of season three. And my choice this week is Justin Timberlake, can't stop the feeling what an absolute party tune (laughs) I was gonna say such a party pop banger and so my choice is rebellion lies in brackets by arcade fire and don't forget all of our recommended songs that we share every week in each episode of our seasons 
always are collated into a playlist. So there is a Spotify playlist available for both seasons one and two, and there will also now be a Spotify playlist for season three. So that will showcase all the songs that we've picked throughout the season. All you need to do is go onto Spotify and search for The Coaching Cast and you will find the playlists. So all we have left to say then, guys, is thank you so much for listening. Have a great Christmas. I'm saying the C word and it's only November, but have a great Christmas. And remember, you've got got this. (laughs) We'll perfect saying that together at some point in one of these seasons. (laughs) The end. The end. Drop. (laughs) 